0: Okay. 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 Wow. What? Wow. What? I'm sorry. The budget to box office ratio is grand. This was the most successful independent film of all time at that point, And the highest grossing romantic comedy. See, like $5 million? That's a good budget. That's like, I mean, it's still a lot. <laughs> but I think about movies that are trash. <laughs> trash. Garbage burning in a pit, and their budgets are like $50 million, $100 million. And I'm like, think about all that money. Think about all that money that went to waste. I'm sorry. Let's get started. Okay. Welcome back to Kicking and Streaming, where if you give us an actor, any actor, and we'll tell you how that actor is six degrees of separation from Kevin Bacon. I'm Carrie. I'm Ross. And this week we are covering the 2002 sleeper box office hit, My Big Fat Greek Wedding. It's big. It's fat. It's Greek. <laughs> or grisk. If you look at the box art. Grisk. Grisk. Because the E's are supposed to look like Sigmas, Uh which make the sound. (laughs) Don't forget, guys, you can follow us on Twitter at kick and stream. K-I-C-K-N-S-T-R-E-A-M. And as of today, I have created a Facebook page so you can go follow us on Facebook. You did what? I created a Facebook page. Carrie. I'm feeding the click machine. How can we be part of the problem? I know. I want everybody out there to hear about us. Okay. And that's why you can go now follow us on Facebook as well at the same user at kick and stream. Now that you know, and you can also uh you can also write the show, send reviews, whatever you want to uh email at kickingandstreamingpodcast at gmail.com. That's and an and, not an ampersand. It's with an and, not an ampersand. You won't get in. <laughs> you won't you won't give us uh you won't you won't you won't get through. You won't get through to us if you put the ampersand. Do you want to dive into this? Do you <laughs> have anything else to add? <laughs> no, uh, I know I know you want to get through this. It's not it's only 6. <laughs> We're good. When Tula met Ian,
1: (laughs) she found her man. I just want to spend a little time with you. And he found... Her family. No
2: one in my family has ever gone out with a non-Greek before. Oh!
1: A respectful boy would come here and ask for my permission. May I please date your daughter? No! No! I'll do anything to get them to accept me. End it now.
2: I love him. (laughs) Go! You invited the whole family?
1: She's gonna be baptized tomorrow. Nikki's gonna be your godmother. I've never seen my sister so happy. If you hurt her, I'll kill you and make it look like an accident. Hey, Ian! We're going to kill (laughs) you. Opa! Playtone and Gold Circle Films cordially invite you... It's a mosquito bite. It's a zit. ...to the wedding of the year. She's ready! (laughs) And the romantic comedy of the season. Nia Vardalos. John Corbett. Lainey Kazan. Michael Constantine. Gia Carides. Andrea Martin.
0: And Joey Fatone. My big fat Greek wedding.
2: We may be lambs in the kitchen, but we are tigers in
0: the bedroom. Ew, please let that be the end of your speech. Okay, guys, let's talk about a modest budget. Five million dollars, thank you. <laughs> Thank you, IFC. We appreciate that. Because you made a point a couple of episodes ago that we should give people less money and force them to spend it wisely. Yes. All right. And you think this movie is a good example of that? Yes. (laughs) You look agitated. I'm agitated at all of the dumpster fires that have been given billions of dollars to make, and they just flopped. And then where's all that money? Nowhere. Rita Wilson... Tom Hanks' wife, remember? From Mm. Sleepless in Seattle. Yes. She was the one that got weepy about an affair to remember. Uh huh. And. Oh, she's a producer! You know why? Because she saw this when it was a one woman show. Yes. That Nia Vardalos wrote. And she looked at Tom and she was like, hey, make this into a movie. Uh huh. I love it, I love that energy. She says, make movies. He says, how much? Yeah. Nia, thank you for writing it. Tom, thank you for producing. I would talk about who's all in this movie, but there's only a couple recognizable names. Yeah, we have Nia Vardalos mm-hmm. as Tula. Tula. Fetula. As Tula Carlos She's the author of this movie. She's it's based on a one-woman show that she wrote, based on her own life experience. Like we said, I've seen her one other and that was as that defense attorney on SVU. Then we got hot teacher John Corbett. <laughs> yep. 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 He's our romantic other. You might know him from Sex in the City. Uh-huh. United States of Terra. You might know him as Bo Derek's husband. Wait, really? Yep. They got married, like, after this movie. Lainey Kazan. Wasn't she on The Nanny? Yeah, she was on The Nanny. And, uh, St. Elsewhere. Good for you, Lainey. You might know her as one of Sylvia Fine's many relatives (laughs) on The Nanny. (laughs) You kind of laughed like Fran just now. I'm sorry. I didn't do it on purpose. (laughs) That's about it, really. Andrea Martin. Oh, that's right. Miss Fowl. How could we forget? And Frau (laughs) Blucher. Okay. This begins miserably <laughs> in Chicago in winter. It's raining. It's dark. It looks like the beginning of a Batman movie. <laughs> and there's a lovely, like, little Greek acoustic accompaniment in the background, though. <laughs> We've got Nia Vardalos as Fatula. Tula. Hmm. Uh, her name's Fatula. <laughs> Yes, people call her Tula. Uh, But uh, we have her in voiceover talking about, wow, I love being Greek. (laughs) Not really. Not really.
1: You you better get married soon. You're starting to look old.
0: My
2: dad's been saying that to me since I was 15. Because nice Greek girls are supposed to do three things in life. Marry Greek boys, make Greek babies, and feed everyone. Until the day we die.
0: She is, as she puts it, past her expiration date. Yeah. She was supposed to get married very young. It did not happen. It didn't. She describes herself... First of all, we get a lot of great flashbacks to her as a child. The other girls were blonde and delicate.
2: And I was a swarthy six-year-old with sideburns. I so badly wanted to be like the popular girls... And while the pretty girls got to go to brownies,
0: I had to go to Greek school. And she wears these big hideous glasses and I'm like, girl, I've been there too. You know, you have to come up in Greek school, you're frumpy, you're not friends with the popular girls. Her only job is to marry Greek boys, make Greek babies, and feed everyone until she dies. Don't you love that? I do. (laughs) She's telling us about her parents. My mom was always cooking foods filled with
2: warmth and wisdom and never forgetting that side dish of steaming hot guilt.
1: Nico, don't play with the food. When I was your age, we didn't have
0: food. There's a couple things she wants you to know about her dad. Number one, he thinks there's two kinds of people, Greeks (laughs) and people who wish they were Greeks. Yes. Yes. Number two, he believes that any physical ailment can be cured with Windex. What the fuck? I don't, I don't. Is that a thing? I is don't, that like an actual thing? I don't, Just put no. some Windex on the boo-boo, it'll be just fine? I think this is a Gus thing. Yeah, you know what? You're probably right. It's his, probably just a Gus thing. His name is Gus. Gus is also constantly trying to come up with a Greek origin for any word you give him. Yes. When Words he, that are not Greek in origin at all, he's coming up with roots for. Kimono? Yes, kimono. Kimono. Kimono, kimono, kimono. (laughs) Of course, kimono
1: is come from the Greek word kimona is mean winter. So what do you wear in the winter time to stay warm? A robe. You see, a robe, kimono, there you go.
0: Kimono. I don't think so, Gus. I I don't think so, Gus. I don't think that's how it works. The uh, family... Uh, they own a restaurant. It's called Dancing Zorbas. Yeah. And that's where all the people who are unmarried have to work. Apparently. Because she works there as a hostess. Uh-huh. And her brother works as a line cook. But not her sister. Not no, her older sister, her, Athena. Her perfect older sister, Athena, who's already married with, I think, three babies? Four. I counted four. No, I think it's five ultimately because she's got three kids in the beginning Isn't she pregnant pregnant during the movie and then there's in, a baby and then in the epilogue you see her she's pregnant again but she's got a baby yeah exactly <sighs> i know uh, not the life for me if that's the life for you great not the life for me nice greek girls who
2: don't find a husband work in the family restaurant so here i am day after day year after year 30 and way past my expiration date. What
0: we're really getting into here is that Tula has come to resent her large family and their traditions. Mm -hmm. Traditions are great. I think that when tradition is suppressive, it's not so great. No. That's my opinion. Yeah. And I think it's also her opinion at the beginning of this movie. She has to meet a Greek boy, marry that Greek boy, push out those Greek boys' kids, and just make food. Exactly. Like her mother. Exactly. Yeah. Her mother... Maria, Maria, who is just big boss in charge, yeah. in my opinion, she's always got her helpful sister uh, Vula. I love Vula to help to help out. That's Andrea Martin and Lainey Kazan.
1: Vula, have something to eat before you go to work. No.
0: If nagging was an Olympic sport, my aunt Vula would have a gold medal.
1: Otaki, oh, you couldn't wait for me. Sorry,
0: sorry, oh, sorry, sorry. Don't sorry me. Cousin Angelo and. Cousin Nikki, who are Aunt Vula's children.
2: Drop my Nikki. Angelo. Nikki,
0: shut up, Nikki. My cousins have two volumes, Loud and Louder.
2: Your big-ass girlfriend. Thanks, Tula.
0: Sure. Hey, Tula, we're not that late. Why is Joey Fatone in this movie? (laughs) Who is Joey Fatone? He's a member of NSYNC? You're a little young for NSYNC. Um, I mean, I remember. I remember (laughs) your obsession. I don't know about obsession, but (laughs) I remember your, um... Here's the thing. Joey was my favorite. Is he Angelo? Yes! Oh my God! (laughs) Also, she won't go to Greece. Oh, that's right, because Gus keeps trying to send her, and so she can meet a nice Greek guy. Mm -hmm. But she doesn't want to go. Yeah. Maybe she doesn't want to be pushed into marriage with a stranger, Gus. Don't tell anyone how she... Ah. She won't go! She, she won't go. go. It's like
1: she don't want to get money. Don't, don't,
0: don't. No, one, no one is asking Tula what she wants. She's 30 years old. No one gives a rats behind what she wants. No. It's depressing. It is. I could not stand it if everyone was talking about me as if I were not standing there all the time. I know. It would make me nuts. Your self-esteem would be whoop. Zilch, nada. How has she not emptied the till and run off to Vegas already? I mean, yeah. I said, I hate this so far. (laughs) I really do. (laughs) Yeah. I was like, is anything happy going to happen? I wish I had a different life. I wish I
2: was braver and prettier or just happy. But it's useless to dream because nothing ever changes.
0: Like a lot of films from this era, a white man walks into her life. Ian Miller walks into the restaurant with her actual life husband. That's Is that not hilarious? Yeah, no. Uh, Ian, played by John Corbett. Is he a high school teacher? I think he's a high school teacher. Yeah, he's a high school teacher. He's a high school English teacher. And mm. he's got the... <laughs> Do you like John Corbett? He's a is nice he, looking man. Is he fun looking? Uh-huh. Ian walks in with Mike, played by Ian Gomez, who is Nia Vardalos's actual husband. Actually, not anymore. No, they got divorced but in 2018. They got divorced twenty years, twenty years ago. Listen to me. They got divorced two years ago. I think so, they just got to be friends. So they go and they sit down in the dancing Zorbas. What's her? I'm forgetting everyone's name now. <laughs> Tula. Tula is quite uh, taken aback. He is beautiful. He's all right. <laughs> They're having a conversation about setting him up with somebody, him and Mike. Doesn't she just gravitate to be standing there? Yeah, like they're, ha- they're having a conversation about Mike setting him up with a friend of his and he looks up and Tula's just standing there. Like a freak. <laughs> she's standing there with a coffee pot in her hand and she's staring at him. And she's trying to say something, <laughs> but she just can't. Sorry, my
2: brain stopped. Yeah, you, know, you ever have one of those days? You say, like, "Going along and then stop."
0: <laughs>
2: yeah, here I am, standing on your own private Greek statue. <laughs>
0: I think <And> about this <laughs> scene once a week. <laughs> Why? Because you feel it. Because I'll just, <laughs> I'll be in the middle of doing something and I'll just stop, and for no reason at all, I'll stand and stare. Yeah. And then I wake up and I'm like, "Wow, wow." She's so distracted. When Mike asks for a refill, she fills Ian's cup. Yeah. <laughs> She is quite smitten with uh, Mr. Miller. They both have jobs to get to, Mm -hmm. so they peace out. There's no way I would forget that encounter. Exactly. I would be telling everybody I met about that encounter. Mm -hmm. I think it's important to point out that Tula is not the only person whose dreams are not supported by their parents. Mm -hmm. And I am talking about Nico, her brother. Yeah. Who is quite a talented little artist. He's yummy. You think he's yummy? I think they're both yummy. Okay. (laughs) Okay. I didn't think you were gonna be on my side. But I think both he and Tula are yummy. He's drawn a beautiful new like menu cover uh-huh. and Gus's reaction to it is non existent. Yeah. It's disheartening to see that. Like, this is not just a Tula thing. Yeah. It's a a my kids thing. Tula wants to update their ordering system by getting a computer. Yeah. So they don't have to do everything by hand. Yeah. Could you imagine? And she's like, we have way too much food. Maybe if we, like, got a new system for doing this, things would be great. But she's going to have to take classes Uh to update her knowledge. Yeah. His reaction is to begin sobbing. Why do you want to leave me?
2: I'm not leaving you. Don't you want me to do something with my life? Oh, yes. Get married. Make babies. You look so
0: old. Oh, my God. I wish parents would understand. It's not about you, it's about your child. He's only interested in life moves that will end with her getting married and having babies. Mm -hmm. College does not fold into that. No. He's deliberately making her feel less valuable because she's not married. I just hate him for it. Well, you know, women are currency. I know you're trying to make a point over there, but it's just, it enrages me. I know. Tula starts to cry. Her Mm. mom comes over and is like, oh, honey, don't cry. Yeah. And this is where she offers her first pearl of wisdom. I just love it.
2: My dad is so
0: stubborn. What he says, go. You
2: know, the man is the head of the house. Let me tell you something, Tula. The man is the head, but the woman is the neck. And she can turn the
0: head any way she wants. That has followed me through life. <laughs> if I'm being completely honest, I'm like, okay, I see how I play this game now. Yes. <laughs> Absolutely. Thank you very much. Maria's Guide to Marriage. Absolutely. <laughs> Later that night, Gus and Maria are arguing about Tula going to college Mm -hmm. to take some computer courses. Again, I don't know why this is such a huge deal. Gus says she's smart enough for a girl. Oh, you think you're smarter than me, huh? I run the restaurant. I cook. I clean. I wash for you. And I raise three kids. And I teach Sunday school. It's lucky for me I have you to tie my shoes. She does the full Claire Huxtable. (laughs) Maria gets the job done. Gus caves out of guilt. We're going to college, baby. Montage time! Yeah. She starts attending classes. Harry S. Truman College. (laughs) Harry S. Truman. (laughs) She also starts to experiment with makeup and different wardrobe choices. She gets contact lenses. Mm -hmm. Normally, I'm shitty about makeover montages or makeovers in movies. But she's such a cutie. But because this is her form of self-care and growing, I support it. Tula gets the idea that she's going to take this computer knowledge she has Mm -hmm. and apply it towards tourism. Yeah, because she's... Tired of the restaurant. Absolutely. uh, Tula, we feel you there. Oh yeah, we've both worked in restaurants. (laughs) Not very fun most of the time. I I, there are still parts of my soul in the Cracker Barrel kitchen. (laughs) Haunting it. Yeah. And I'm just like, I wonder if I'll ever get those pieces back. (laughs) Oh buddy. (laughs) It'll be fine. You don't get those pieces back. You make new pieces. Aw. Yeah. Very nice. Isn't that sweet? It is. Okay. (laughs) Guess what, guys? Aunt Vula runs a travel agency. (laughs) How convenient for the plot. (laughs) Well, there's this course.
2: It's a seminar. It's all about computers and tourism. And there are all the latest applications and programs. And I could apply it here, Thea. And your business would double. Like, it would triple. And you could be with Theo more. And you could take a vacation. Like, I could book it for you. But, Thea, would you hire me?
0: Of course. (laughs) Oh, my God. Tia's got the hookup. But here's the thing. Dad's not going to like it. Yeah. She needs her. She, This 30 year old woman needs her father's permission to leave this restaurant and go work at this travel agency. So in another classic ploy that women have used for centuries. It's when called we... duping men. <laughs> it's called making a fool out of a man. You know, it's something that we've evolved to do because men are obstinate and don't listen to us. Maria and Vula are like, "Okay, we need to make Gus think that this is his idea." Um, yeah. In order to get him to agree to this. We we have to, that's how we have to get around your egos and we have to make <laughs> you think it was your idea. <laughs> Not you. You're wonderful. Thank you. But God, all the other men. So ultimately, <laughs> Gus agrees. Yeah, but remember how they have to do it. <laughs> okay, I just love <laughs> the bad acting. I love it <laughs> because they have to steer the conversation towards the topic. Yeah. So, Vula, how is business? Oh, woe to me?
2: Business is bad.
1: What, what's the matter? What happened? You need money? No, no, no. What she means is that with the two businesses, she suffers. Oh. She suffers. She suffers. That's right. I make Taki go to the dry cleaner store, and now I have no time with him.
0: Tula, <laughs> Bula, give that woman a razzie! Oh my God! Tula makes herself available, pouring coffee for everybody, uh-huh. and and Gus, it just—it's over his head like a light bulb. Ding!
1: I have you enter. <laughs> <Hello? laughs> Tula. We'll go to the travel agency, oh. and you send Nikki here to work for us.
0: Oh, I, I can't believe that. And, everybody, and there's just this look of, it worked. It fucking worked. I can't believe it. <laughs> Sometimes I can't believe it works. Yeah. I just can't. She starts working at the travel agency. She's loving life because it's a blessed change of pace, and she's alone in the travel agency. She doesn't have people shouting at her all day about, when are you going to get married? You'll look so old. Refill the salt shakers. Like, she has a moment to be, to breathe. I love her smile. Oh, you think she has a nice smile? Yeah. That's pure. She has very, very pretty smile. (laughs) And this travel agency is obviously on Ian's walk to school. Oh my God, yeah. Because he, like, passes by her window all the time. And he just, like, doubles back. Does yeah. another sweep of the uh, front window so he can take another look at her. He's flirting with her through the glass. I honestly thought she was going to be the one who sizes him up. She already had her turn to size him yeah, up. Yeah. But... she stood there and stared at him. Yeah. There's this wonderful montage of him uh, going back and forth across her window day by day, taking a look at her. Like when she slides down next to the water cooler. Yes. And he's like, where did you go? She's like, he's not looking at me. Is he looking at me? Yeah. And like she ducks down behind the water cooler just to see if he'll notice she's gone. Uh-huh. When he gets beat with that old lady's purse. I don't know why she does that. Because she... he just bumped into her. Oh. <laughs> she... I thought she was like thinking he was a perv or something. I think that was what she thought. Oh and my she... God. He walks into the agency to say hi. hmm She is absolutely Twitter pated.
2: Do you want to see some
0: brochures? (gasps) Found him. She takes one step away from the desk and she's laid low by her headset. Yes. (laughs) Plop. You know, they spend like a significant portion of the workday down there on the floor talking yeah chitting chatting getting to know one another isn't that sweet though it is yeah i love that this comes together very effortlessly and naturally and naturally Mm -hmm. and it will need a lot to withstand what's heading its way (laughs) so i think we're going on a couple of dates they're at a nice dinner ian's telling her about himself he also has a history of Bucking family tradition. Mm. His father was a lawyer. His grandfather was a lawyer. And he himself was going to be a lawyer until he decided to do something even more meaningful and teach. Mm-hmm. I love that. Yes. I respect that. He lives in Lincoln Park, which might be my favorite area in Chicago. I was going to say, yeah, that's like uh, North Ferry. Uh, it's very cute. It is cute. All the parks and the architecture. Sorry. Yeah? No, I meant that. I meant that. I love those parks. It is nice. He suggests for their next date that they go to Dancing Zorba's. Oh, God. And she's suddenly like, uh... Uh, no, no, no. We're not going there. My family owns that restaurant. She looks terrified. Yeah. Because all of a sudden he remembers her.
2: I remember you.
0: I was kind of going through a phase up till
2: now, and, uh... I was Frump Girl. I don't remember Frump Girl, but I remember you.
0: He doesn't remember that about her. Yeah, and I'm like, Aw. He just remembers her as that quirky lady who wouldn't stop staring at him. Exactly. And he's not weird about it. Like, I just love Ian. I love Ian. I know, he's a good one. She has to lie to her family about when she's going to see this man. Yeah, she's going to, uh, what is it, pottery oh. class? Yes. <laughs> the Greek invented pottery. <laughs> What do you need pottery class for? She just doesn't want to explain his non-Greekness to them. Exactly. Every time they get on the subject of family, Tula doesn't want to talk about it. He has to pry it out of her. Mm -hmm. And she just kind of lets the ugly hang out. So you have two cousins. I have 27 first cousins. Just 27 first
2: cousins alone. And my whole family is big and loud and everybody's in each other's lives and business all the time. Like you never just have a minute alone just to think because we're always together just eating, eating, eating. The only other people we know are Greeks. Cause Greeks marry Greeks to breed more Greeks to be loud breeding Greek eaters.
0: Cause she knows it's not gonna work, so why not go ahead and just get it over with? <laughs> Tell him everything about me so we can get this over with. She tried to scare him away. Yeah. Just, she tried to scare him away. That's the long and short of it. Um, but he's just like, listen, I'm not afraid.
2: We're not a different species. Yes, we, we come from different backgrounds, and and hey, here's some news about my life to this point. And it's boring. That I met you and you're interesting and you're beautiful and fun and you got a weird family. Who doesn't?
0: My life was boring till I met you. Yeah. Aww. (laughs) I love that we see them going on more and more dates. Yes. And every time he pulls her up to, first of all, we haven't really talked about the house. Oh, no, we haven't. The house looks like... Like the Greek Parthenon. Yeah. And... He pulls, he's pulling up to her house, you know, after every day and they're necking a little bit, necking a little more every time. (laughs) And I was like, "Mm, getting harder and harder to resist sexual intercourse, is it? (laughs) Because like every time he kisses her and she's like, good night. And he's like, don't go. (laughs) I remember high school. (laughs) She really knows how to leave him wanting more. Like, I'm proud of her. Yeah. I wrote, would someone just let these kids bang in peace? Like, (laughs) like, damn. I said, this shit enrages me. It's not about the parents. I'm <laughs> oh, sorry, you got me. Oh, this is the part where they're making out in the travel agency, and Cousin Nikki just breezes through the door. <laughs> she just points a finger, and she's like, you're busted. Last
2: night, Vicky Pavlopoulos saw you sucking the lips off his head in the Denny's parking lot. Well, she told her ma, who told my ma, who told your ma...
0: Let me put it this way. You're busted. Gus is angry that Ian didn't ask his permission to date his daughter. I want to chew this man up and spit him down a ravine. His 30-year-old daughter. And finally, Ian goes,
1: Okay, may I
2: please date your daughter?
0: No! Ian's just kind of like, this is ridiculous. And he just leaves. He doesn't yell. He doesn't scream. He just kisses Tula on the cheek and is like, I'll see you tomorrow. Yeah. I love him. He doesn't engage. And then Maria, oh. who you think is gonna be like, hmm, love is love, just turns to her and he goes, Maybe you are having a little romance. Hmm? But end it now.
1: I love him. Ah oh, Tula, eat something.
0: Yeah. <laughs> That's how I deal with unrequited oh, love. Tula, eat something. <laughs> Gus sets up uh, uh, this parade of dinners, in which um, he is getting what appear to be his friends to come to dinner to um, look at Tula, the one who won't stop licking his spoon. I know. I want to bar. Like all these men look to be her father's age, and I'm just like, no, no, this is weird. She, li- I love the last one. She literally just gets up Good and walks her. away from the table. She's like, I'm not doing this. Ian takes Tula home to meet his own parents. And how does that go? Tula. Now, that's not a name you hear every
2: day. Does it mean anything in your language? Well, my Greek name, Fortula, means light of God.
0: Oh. Oh, Who would like a coffee? Like, they're so... They're the... They're the ignorant questiony their whole life is uncomfortable because they are uncomfortable yeah they're not comfortable even with themselves to not ask all of these invasive questions and debate about what race your secretary was if it wasn't greek they are so white they give off their own light they're luminous (laughs) and i'm like ugh, it's not flattering it's really not they're also boring as hell (laughs) they're don't speak unless spoken to type of people it's not a dream meeting, but it goes well enough that Ian's got another big idea. They're laying in bed. She's wearing his pajama top. It's very casual. And he just asks her,
1: <laughs> yes.
0: Yes. <laughs> <laughs> I expected her to go to be like shocked and be like, "No, there's no way." But, like, just the way she smiles and, like, you just know uh-huh. that she is absolutely certain about that. And she's just like, oh, my God, yes. But now we have to deal with family. Yes. Cut to Gus sitting in the dark. Yes. He's <laughs> like- in mourning. He's in mourning for his culture. <laughs> He's, like, we're mixing. Oh, terrible day. A zeno. He calls him a Xeno. Yeah. I had to look it up. It means foreign. You know, Gus, xenophobic. Yeah. Prefix from the Greek, meaning afraid of foreigners. Maria comes in, starts turning on lamps. Enough. Yeah. (laughs) Enough. Enough.
1: How can she do this to me?
2: She didn't do this to you or to me. They fell in love. It, it it happens.
0: He's saying he doesn't know anything about Ian. Yeah, and and that makes him upset. And he doesn't know what kind of man he is. And I'm sorry. I feel like if Ian were Greek, Gus would know all he needed to know about him. Yeah, yeah. And he would trust him implicitly. That happens. And he's mad because Tula's not asking for permission to blow her own nose anymore. Mm-hmm. Like she has her own life. It's messing with his patriarchal life structure. Yeah, he's not ha- he's not with it. This whole thing is causing so much emotional anguish that Tula wants to elope and skip the whole thing. Yeah. She literally goes to his school, pulls (laughs) him out of class, and was like, let's just leave. And our wedding should be this joyous thing, but it won't be for them because it can't be in our church. Mm
2: -hmm. So let's just go somewhere. Please, let's just go. Let's just go. Hey,
1: I love you.
2: Why? Why do you
0: love me? Because I came alive when I met you. I'm not running away. I'm not being ashamed of you. It's so amazing. Yeah, and I'm like, oh, this is good. This is a good, healthy relationship. I have in all caps, Ian's a nice boy. Yeah. <laughs> so, what does this resort us to? In order to satisfy Gus even just a little antsy bit, Ian's going to get baptized in the Greek Orthodox Church. The baby pool. Yeah. <laughs> We're inside the Orthodox Church, Ian clad in only his undies, is standing in a baby pool full of, like, I don't know, holy oil. And who is his godmother? Cousin Nikki? <laughs> yeah. Question mark? Who is all too excited to be rubbing oil, to be anointing him with oil yeah. before his baptism. And, like, the priest is dunking him in the pool, and every time he comes up, he smiles at Tula. Yeah. It's awesome. It's <laughs> awesome. Ian doesn't complain once. He smiles through the whole thing. I just, uh, I love him. It's my sweet little baby. I love that throughout the movie, the family is getting him to say things in Greek that are not appropriate. Oh my god! <laughs> <laughs> when they're talking about wedding invitations, yes, he asks Nico how to say thank you. What does he tell him to say? Nice. You boy. have nice boobs, and he says it to the mother. He says it to Maria, and Maria's like, "What?
2: <laughs> how do you say thank you in Greek?" Oreia vizia, Oreia vizia.
0: That's it. You got it. Oreia vizia. And she knows what happens, so she just reaches out and claps Nico on the back of the head. Yeah. In the next scene, it's Easter, and she's teaching him how to say "Happy Easter" in Greek, which is Christos anesti. Yes, I think so. Yes. This tickled me so much because he grins like an idiot and goes chistrosa nasty. Yes. He says it so wrong and with no irony and a big smile on his face and she's just like, great. Gus walks by and he says, Mr. throw and nasty. <sighs> to which Gus replies in Greek, when my people were writing philosophy, yours were still swinging from trees. <laughs> and then who shows up at Easter? Well, it's the whole fam damly. <laughs> They all bum rush Ian. They shove Tula out of the way like he's gold flowing from the mountain.
2: Yes, yeah, sorry, everyone, this is Ian. Yeah! That's his for sure. Tula
0: <laughs> Hugging and kissing him and yes. repeating his name out loud in Greek chorus. Greek chorus. I hate you. I know. I hate you for that joke. You're fired. <laughs> Nico comes up to him and he's like, hey, Man, I've never seen my sister so happy. This is great, but if you hurt her, I'll kill you and make it look like an accident. And he's like, um... And he's like, I'm just kidding. And then he alludes to, like, three more different ways that he would kill him. <laughs> like, is it a joke or is it not, Nico? And then, like, he points to Cousin Angelo and goes, Hey, Angelo! Hey, Ian! We're gonna kill you. <laughs> <Ooppa! laughs> Tough room. Yeah. <laughs> Vula wants Ian to come over for dinner sometime Yeah And this is where Tula has to explain Ian's a vegetarian He doesn't eat meat He don't eat no meat No, he
2: doesn't eat meat What do you mean he don't eat no meat?
0: The room comes to a screeching halt Everyone looks at Ian like he's an alien But it's so funny because she just goes Oh, that's okay
2: That's okay, I make
0: lamb Come
2: Go, go, go,
0: Dance. Lam okay. Lama still me, Vula. <laughs> and there's lots of singing and dancing and it's a big party. For contrast, we cut to a much more sober gathering <laughs> between Ian, Tula, and Ian's parents. They they offer to uh, get them a space at their country club for the reception. Yeah. And then <laughs> Ian just tells them, uh, no, we're not going to need that. We're getting married in the church. And they're just like, oh... Ian's a nice boy. Yeah, but I wish that they would chill. I know. Like, what do they have to be upset about? I really don't think they're that upset. Uh, I just, then why are they so I think they're just kinda like, oh like that's how they seem. They're just uncomfortable the whole time. Rodney and Harriet. Rodney and Harry. As the invitations say. Yes. Oh my gosh. The invitations come back wrong. Yes. The scene where they're looking at the invitations, that's also the scene where we see the bridesmaids dress for the first time. (laughs) Look at the earrings I have found that match the bridesmaids dresses. Wait, wait, what do these match? Not
2: that fabric you showed me last week. You said you liked it. I said I'd think about it. That's just because you couldn't visualize it. Oh, you're so beautiful.
0: (laughs) Cousin Nikki takes off her coat, and you see the bridesmaid's dress. Everyone goes, (gasps) and then (laughs) Tula goes, oh. (laughs) She thinks it's hideous. It's this periwinkle thing that's very form-fitting right until about it gets to the calves, and then it poofs out in an explosion of tulle. Like, they look like they'd be coming out of cakes. It's amazing. (laughs) You know, like, I like it. I can understand why she doesn't like it. So... We're gonna have a little family dinner. Parents are meeting parents, right? Tula's on the phone with Maria. Maria's like, oh, we're excited to get together with the parents. And you can hear Maria violently peeling potatoes in the background. Mob, what are you doing? Is everything okay? What are you doing?
2: I peeled the potatoes.
0: What are you peeling potatoes for? I peeled some this morning. It's a lot
2: of people. There's three of them. And us. Then us make seven.
0: And the family. The family? And the whole family. The whole family? (laughs) You see the light go out of her eyes. I said, Rodney, Harry, come to a quiet (laughs) dinner with our parents. No, Maria invited the whole family. I just love the way she's like, I peel the potatoes. You get a shot of the table and there's like (laughs) 10 chickens. There's 10 whole birds. All these peppers. All these friggin' potatoes. I made Greek potatoes the other night because of this movie. Were they good? Oh, they were scrumptious. Did you like them? I loved them. The parents coming to the party. They roll up. The whole Portacalos family is on the front lawn. And we mean the whole family. And they are roasting a lamb. Yes. On the front lawn. Yes. I love it. To Gus's credit, he is nothing but nice to these people. He is. He is. He is very welcoming and very open. And he introduces them to everybody, including all the nicks that they have. And here,
1: my brother George, his wife Frida, and their children... Anita, Diane, and Nick. Taki, Sophie, Kari. Nick, Nick, Nick. Nick, Nick. Uh, Nick, Nick. Uh, Nicky. And I
0: am Gus. Like, I don't understand how someone with a basic level of education can have such a culture shock. Like, I, yeah, I mean, come on. You mean Rodney and Harriet? Yes. It, you're right. It does seem willfully ignorant at times. And it's off-putting. And since the parents aren't having the best time to begin with, who decides they're going to take them under her wing? Vula. vola, <laughs> Vula shows them to this, like, love seat type thing. I forget what its actual name is. But she's like, in old country, you sit on this, your family. Vula takes this opportunity... While she has them on the couch. Cornered. To let them know that for most of her life, she had a lump <laughs> on the back of her neck. So I go to the doctor, and he did the biop, the, the, the biopsy.
2: The bup, the and inside the lump, he found teeth and a spinal column.
0: Yes, inside the lump was my twin. And then she offers them small rolls, and they're just like, ugh. And then, what's the name of the drink? Uzo. Uzo. She starts giving the parents shots of Uzo. She's getting them plastered. Harry and Rodney become severely inebriated, so much so that they can't see straight. I love that sequence where you can see their point of view, and everything's distorted and swirling around. And Gus comes up to them with a rack of lamb, and is like, would you like some lamb? And they're like, <laughs> no I can't I couldn't possibly and the room is just swaying and everyone keeps doing shots of Uzo and everyone keeps going opa, opa, and they're just plastered and then I love the shot where the room is swirling but in down in the middle you can see grandma being wheeled through and she's pointing at them going I did the nasty turds she's like I'm gonna get you and they're oh like god. oh my god So we realized things have not gone so well according to the portocallis.
1: I tried. You tried. We're all nice to them. You see it. And, and, And they look at us like we're from the zoo.
0: And Gus is like, literally, we were nothing but nice to these people. This isn't going to work. Yeah, they they can't be they can't get married. We're we're two different families. Yeah. We can't blend our families. And I mean, he's kind of right. Like they did stare like they were at a zoo. Yeah. But none of this means they shouldn't get married. Exactly. Like people just got to, you know, get used to each other, mm-hmm. grow with each other. It'll be fine. One night Maria comes to Tula's room and she's like, "What's wrong? You mm-hmm. look you look you look blue." And Tula asks, Is my marriage killing dad? (laughs) And she's like, honey, your father just wants you to be happy. And she's like, I am happy. Mm -hmm. Like, why can't this just be enough for him? And she tells this beautiful story about their family's history of coming to this country. And she says. And then I see you. And I see Athena
2: and Nico. We came here for you. So you could, so you could live
0: you your life so that you could live it. That's beautiful, it, Maria. It is nice, Maria. Grandma brings out this chest of memories. Mm-hmm. She's got her own flower crown from when she got married. Yeah. And this is my favorite shot when they're all in the mirror and they put The flower crown on Tula's head. Mm -hmm. And it's three generations of Greek women. Yeah. It's my favorite. Yeah. (laughs) I bet you'll feel real nice on your wedding day. Speaking of wedding days, it's the day of the wedding. Yes. She wakes up the day of the wedding, and the entire bridal party is downstairs. Yeah, and they are not ready. Oh no, they're not. They're like already. They're all waiting to use the same bathroom. Yeah, <laughs> some of them are in towels. Some of them have their hair and curlers. Nikki's got wax across her upper lip. Yeah, it's hilarious. She points at Tula and goes, "Wait,
2: what, wait,
0: what is that? <gasps> oh
2: no! Oh my gosh!" Oh, <laughs> <laughs>
0: It's a mosquito bite. It's a zit. I have cover up. Apparently, Tula's got a planet under her lower lip. Everybody flies into a tizzy. Yeah. And like they chase her upstairs. And I love it because Maria's downstairs and she looks around. Where did everybody go? (laughs) What is going on here? Why isn't anybody ready? The photographer's here. They pounce on her, give her cover-up, concealer. The bridesmaids are, like, getting dressed. Everybody's putting on stockings. Everyone's helping Tula get dressed. Mom brings in the wedding dress. I love it when she's finally ready and she stands up and goes, I'm a snow beast. Mm -hmm. (laughs) And they're like, oh, no, you look good. She does look good. Oh, my God. When her mom wants to talk to her about her wedding night. Yes, Tula. On my wedding night, my mother, she said to me, Greek woman, we
2: may be lambs in the kitchen, but we are tigers in the bedroom. Ew, please let that be the end of your speech.
0: Big mood! Mm. <laughs> Big mood! Cut to the wedding ceremony. Gus is leading her down the aisle. It's very nice, except for the part where the cousins are spitting on her. Yeah, because it keeps the devil away. Yeah, but (laughs) I I thought of you and and how upset you would be. Uh, Yeah, because you have a problem with saliva. No one spit on me. (laughs) If your spit comes near me, you're dead. Even on accident. Like, sometimes I'll be talking and... I'll accidentally shower you with it. And I'm sorry. I apologize. I love how half the church is full with her family. And they he's got like three rows of people. That's Nia real family. Those are all her family members on her side of the church. You're kidding. No. Oh, my God. We get the whole traditional wedding ceremony. In Greek. In Greek. So we can't <laughs> understand it. Tula actually has to tell them when they're married yeah she's like, <laughs>
2: this is it this is it it. Yeah. we take our first steps as husband and wife are you ready I'm ready
0: come bursting out of the church doors. It's very happy. It is very happy. Mm-hmm. They get into the limo and they're on their way to Aphrodite's palace. To the reception. And, and he's got, he's taking everything off of her in the limo because she's like, can you please de-drag me? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. She's got makeup all over her face that yeah. her aunts and her cousins put on her. And this is where we learn that Windex might have healing properties. I woke up with this huge zit this
2: morning. Where? There. I had a huge zit this morning. You did? Yeah. Where is it? Well, it was right here, but it's gone. Why? I put some Windex on it.
0: (laughs) What? Guys, throughout the movie, seriously, several boo-boos happen, and Gus is just spraying everybody with Windex. (laughs) How is that helpful? But apparently it is, because it took away Ian's pimple. It kind of feels like the movie should be over, but we still have the reception. Mm Mm-hmm. So Gus gets up to give this speech, right? And he's talking about, you know, because he loves to introduce how he knows a Greek root for everything. Yeah. And he's saying, you know, his family name, Portakalos, means orange. And that Miller, its root is also Greek. It means <laughs> apples. So, okay,
1: uh, here tonight we have uh, apple and orange. Uh, uh, we, we all uh, different, but uh, in the end, uh, we all fruit.
0: You can't compare apples to oranges, right? It's a metaphor. Uh, I really liked that. This is the part that gets me, because Daddy has a present. Because it's tradition that the parents give the bride and groom a gift. They hand Ian the envelope, and he opens it, and he's breathless. Oh, my God. They bought us a house. (laughs) And that's where you're just like, oh, my God. It's an ultimate endorsement of their union. Yeah. Here's a home to raise your new family in. Yeah, give me grandbabies. Oh, I love it. (sighs) And there's crying and there's hugging, and oh, it's so- I hope my wife's parents buy us a house. (laughs) (laughs) I I wrote, Oh no, I cry. (laughs) Opa! Everyone's hugging and dancing, and it's a party. And we start going out with Tula on voiceover. My family is big and loud, but they're my family. We fight and we laugh,
2: and yes, we roast lamb on a spit in the front yard. And wherever I go, whatever I do, they will always be there.
0: We get a little bit of a flash forward, don't we? <laughs> yeah, we get a little bit of a flash forward. It's like, what, six years later? Yeah, they got a little kid. <laughs> and they're getting ready to send their own daughter to Greek school. <laughs> and they're in the driveway of their cute little house.
2: But, Mom, I want to go to Brownies. I know, I know, but I promise you this. You can marry anybody you want.
0: Oh, thanks, baby.
2: <laughs> Greek school, Pomme! What's that mean? Let's go. Let's go. That's pretty
0: good. Looking good, Gus. Hi, Dad. Where are you going? Greek school. And they're walking her off frame. <laughs> and then you realize they're next door to Gus and Maria. <laughs> they, bought, they bought them the house next door. So that they can keep a close eye. <laughs> And that's how it ends. Yeah. It's at its role. It's beautiful. I liked this movie. You did? I liked this movie because I've never seen this movie before. Yeah, I've always heard about it my entire life and I just love the pacing yes. of this movie. It's very peaceful. I don't feel like I'm being thrown into anything. I don't feel like I just feel like things just get steadily better and they work out their differences. Did you learn anything? I I learned the severity of Greek culture. Like, how seriously they take their traditions. Yes. And, like, Cause, like I, I, I'm more understanding of Italian traditions just because I've been around it more. And there are similarities, but they do have their own core sets of values. And it was written by a woman who, this is from, this is her life experience. Yeah. So, I like, I enjoy her voice. And I enjoy what she can tell us about how complicated Greek families can be. Yeah. And I think that some of us relate to that in some ways. Every family is complicated in its own way. Yeah, And culture is always a barrier, but you don't have to make it one. Like I said, I think that as long as tradition is not suppressive, it's excellent. It's something we should encourage and engage with. Mm -hmm. But if it prevents someone from being happy and, and living a life that hurts no one... Let's not do that. I think it's about dealing with difficult parents. That's probably the biggest element, is dealing with your difficult family and people who have power over you, even though they shouldn't at the ripe age of 30. Oh, yeah. But, you know, parents are complicated when it comes to when kids want to cohabitate and love each other. And every parent thinks they have an idea of who their child is going to marry, but... If you literally take two steps back and look at it, you'll realize it's not about you. <laughs> yeah, just encourage health and happiness. Yes. And and health and happiness will follow. Are you going to come to my big fat Celtic wedding? <laughs> I'll come to your big fat Celtic wedding. Thanks. Wait, you... you have to dress ridiculously, but... Awesome. Do I get a flower crown? Yes. Yay! Yes. I'm glad you enjoyed that. I did. I did enjoy this movie. Because you've been grumpy about some of the titles we've done so far. I mean, Val- Seattle was just a weird movie. And <laughs> Valentine's Day is great, but insufferable. And it, it was a lot. This was nice. It was nice. It was a nice change of pace from last week. Yeah. We weren't juggling characters. Exactly. Because now we got to do this. Maybe, you know, I haven't seen this movie in quite some time. We are, of course, talking about our next selection. You want to tell them what we're doing next, Ross? So, I guess, for our final show in February... Uh, we are going to do Crazy Stupid Love. I think you're gonna enjoy it. I uh, think you're gonna enjoy it more than you did the first time. Okay. I just I just know what happens when you get Ryan Gosling and Emma Stone together. But Steve Carell. Yes, Steve Carell and Julianne Moore, who I love both very dearly. And Marissa Tomei, our queen Marissa Tomei. It's a me, Mario. Oh my God, guys, that was life changing, wasn't it? <laughs> guys, rearrange the letters Of Marissa Tomei. It's it's a me, Mario. <laughs> So So, yeah, Crazy Stupid Love, look out for that. In the meantime, you can follow us on Twitter at KickNStream. K-I-C-K-N-S-T-R-E-A-M. You can go to Facebook and like our brand new page. It's all sparkly and new. Mm. And it needs likes. That's where you can find show updates messages from me and ross that's where you can comment and tell us what you like about the show Mm -hmm. you can also use it as a way to share the show with someone you like absolutely or someone you don't like Mm -hmm. if you would like to visit our wrath upon them our (laughs) wrath you know our general usness to those of you who think we're annoying i take it as a compliment (laughs) more quality content coming to you from kicking and streaming until then i'm carrie i'm ross and as always sorry sorry, Mom. mom काति